Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, go. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast, brought to you by the team behind BikeRadar.com, Cycling Plus, and MBUK magazines. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe. And if you can do so, leave us a rating on your podcast provider of choice. It really helps us reach other cyclists like you. Hello, welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast. My name's Tom Marvin, Senior Technical Editor here at BikeRadar.com and at MBUK Magazine. In this first podcast recording of the year, I'm joined by three other tech heads from the world of Bike Radar and MBUK. First up, we've got our Technical Editor-in-Chief, it's Rob Weaver. How are you doing, Rob? Oh, precious. I didn't realise you were going to introduce me first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm all right, thanks, mate. Yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, Also in the studio with me is Luke Marshall, our technical writer. How's it going, Luke? I'm very well, thank you, Tom. Yeah, all good. Excellent. And all the way, beamed in via the magic of Zoom, is Al Evans from Scotland. How's it going, Al? Okay. Some cultural (laughs) appropriation for you there. (laughs) As English as the day I was born. (laughs) Excellent. How have you been getting on, Al? What have you been doing? Because it is... um, Practicing in accents. accents. (laughs) It is early-ish January, uh, and this is the first time we've had a proper podcast chat this year. So what have we been doing in the last week or so? Yeah, well, the last week or so was uh, last week or so was f- first week back at school, which was fairly traumatic. <laughs> uh, lot, <laughs> lot, lots to do, lots to think about. Um, but yeah, just good. Just um, you know, winter here, so freezing between freezing and, and bogging. Mm-hmm. We're uh, we're making headway with a bit of bike of the year testing. Great. My gosh, freezing, bogging, and punctures, as I read on Slack. Oh yes, oh <laughs> yes, lots of those. As predictable as ever, Al. I know. Yeah, I, I went for went for a ride last week, and uh, I wrote a message on the group chat. Um, I probably won't be back in time for the end of the day because I'm going to get a puncture, <laughs> and I got a puncture, and I wasn't back in time for the end of the day. So yeah, so predictable. Good old, good old e-bikes and skinny tires. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Made it back though. That's the main thing. 
Yeah, I just I yeah, I I tried fixing it and then ran out of motivation so I just rode home on the rim. Well, on the tire I was nice. I wasn't very <laughs> naughty. I was only a little bit naughty. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it was like going plop 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 all the way home. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Luke, what have you been doing? Well, yeah, as I said, it's like last week was first week back, so Instead of getting too stuck into it, I went out three days testing. <laughs> I noticed. <Yeah. laughs> I was like, oh, where's yeah. it to me? Oh, it's, it's at Bike Park Wales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two days at Bike Park Wales, day in the Forest of Dean. Lots Great. of testing to do. So, Maybe um, pick the wrong week. Oh, you did. It was damp. It was damp. <laughs> this week is looking lovely. Last week was horrible. It was a bit, yeah, it was a bit bogging. Yeah. As they say up north. But you've got the Somewhere. you've got the Madison Waders to, te- to test. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in my Madison Waders. Yeah, Slim. they're doing pretty good. Um, a yeah. couple of bikes they have reviews out soon. So I got my new long term bike for this year, mm-hmm. Giant Rain, um, Advanced One. So the base model of the carbon frame there. That's actually got on pretty well with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been testing the Atherton's one thirty point one trail bike, bike, which is actually really, really surprisingly well, not surprisingly. Not surprisingly. Really good, yeah. But surprised me how good it was. Yeah, I'm yeah. a bit bitter about this because I think later in the year I've got like a super high end boutique trail bike test into which that one thing I was like, oh, oh, I'll get that, I'll get that, but um, maybe I won't. Mm. It's a bit small for you, unfortunately. Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> They're quite I, hard I to come. That's all right. They've got like five mm. million geometry configurations, so you could have made it the perfect size for you, Tom. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so I got some salt. I'll just rub it in. <laughs> Well, it sounds good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad for you. I'm happy for you, Luke. Thank you, Tom. What about you, Rob? Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? I um, diligently chipped away at work last week in front of a mm-hmm. laptop, pretty much all week. Yeah. Um, but I have been ordering parts for uh, my new long-term bike. Okay. Which is a Pivot Firebird. I got the frame. I got just the frame. So uh, I got a few bits and pieces at home already, which will bolt straight on. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But. Uh, it's the first bike I've ever had with a super boost mm. rear wheel. So all of a sudden, any spare wheels I might have had Don't or work. been able to swap over, no, nothing fits. No. So nothing I've had to fits. order some wheels. And of course, I ordered some new ones that uh, are yet to be released. Uh, and I was like, well, you know, I can, you know, two birds with one stone. But of course, because they're super boost, they don't rank that high up their manufacturing priority. Ah. So they've gone slowly back down in terms of timing so i can't get them for a while right okay so i just had to order some other ones which we've yeah. already tested can i ask then if it's super boost does that mean you need like a different crank axle spacing like long you gotta be pretty yeah <sighs> I, I just tried to go through all the information i could when i was ordering everything to make sure i got the right chain line and mm, so annoying. So everything like I, that I, I, i'm putting my hand up here because i think with the new transmission stuff it's boost wide anyway, the the pedal crank axles, mm. and the chain line is done by the chain ring, uh, I do believe. Yeah, with, so so, what, yeah, this is the problem. I've ordered Shimano. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Really happy. <laughs> glad, to, glad to have helped, Rob. <laughs> so I thought, I thought as I had transmission last year, I'd mix it yeah, up yeah, and, yeah. and go Shimano XT. Yeah, great. Yeah. <clears throat> Back to cables. What are you? Caveman or something? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Jesus. Well, what about you, Tom? Let's hear from you. Oh, um, I've also just been chipping away uh, at the laptop, uh, trying to finish off some um, hangovers from last year, which is what I'll also be doing most of this week. You, I mean, Was you did have quite New a big adventure, hangover? didn't you? Oh, yeah, I before. did. Yeah. So just to kind of <laughs> make sure everyone's aware, it wasn't like, oh, he's just been chipping away non-stop oh, before face. and after Christmas. <laughs> There was an adventure in between. There was. I went. I went to Chile for a, a little while. I had a bit of a, had a work trip down to Chile, uh, which was 
good. Uh, and then I burnt through some of my outstanding annual leave and stayed down there and uh, headed to Patagonia for a bit uh, and then headed back to Santiago for a little while and actually went for probably the best ride I did down there was um, with a former Chilean mountain bike journalist uh, who I've known for a few years mm. um, who also owns a vineyard which is lovely, Very handy, uh, yes. and went for a really good uh, ride in, in the hills just outside of the city. And we were chatting about this because we were thinking, what is like the best capital city in the world for mountain biking? And I think we were sort of chatting, we went through like lots of capital cities, and I reckon Santiago could be the best. Having never been there, I can't really... Well, like, okay, so uh, for context, it's surrounded by mountains with really good access and quite a few like purpose-built mountain bike, trail centre or bike parks. There's loads of, you know, you can, we literally rode from the city centre straight up a, an 800-metre mountain and rode some really cool trails. And there's loads of those spots all around the city. And we're thinking, like, what other city that is capital city has all of that around? Can't really think about uh, any of this. Uh, I'm, I'm going to show my geogra geographical in ineptitude here, but what's the capital city of Switzerland? Is it Zurich? Ooh, is it? Bern, is Bern. it? Burn. But mm. then the access laws in Switzerland are pretty restrictive. Yeah, yeah. You can say the same for Austria as well. They've got really restrictive mm. things. You can't just ride anything you want. No, that is very true, yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. Here's a whole other podcast. Here's a podcast. <laughs> yes. We'll get some international listeners to... If you... if ha, Hang on a minute. If you live in a capital city and you think it's better than Santiago, email us, podcast at biteradar.com, along with any of the comments, questions, or suggestions for the podcast. And if you'd like us to visit... <laughs> and if you'd like us to visit, I have got a passport and I'm willing to travel. <laughs> as long as you're paying. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're paying. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, that's uh, that's that done and dusted. Uh, part one of the podcast done. Let's get onto the uh, the meat and veg of what we're talking about. And we thought, you know, New Year, you know, maybe it's time for a new bike. There's some great deals out there for various reasons. But we thought, you know, we get to ride a lot of bikes between us uh, over the course of a year. Between us, it must be hundred odd bikes in a year, like easy. Yeah. Um, so between us, we've probably ridden most bikes out there on the market. So we thought, well, if we didn't, if we weren't in this incredibly fortunate position to be able to sort of ride loads of different bikes, what would we actually buy? And I think we've done this podcast in the past, but um, obviously a few years have gone by, so there's some new bikes out there. Um, so we thought, let's chat about the bikes that we would put our own money into ourselves. So um, we've each picked a bike. We're going to talk about that, and we're all going to actually pick a second bike at the opposite end of the cost spectrum. Um, because I've gone for a relatively expensive bike. Uh, I know some of you guys have gone for slightly cheaper ones, but it then so we'll mix it up a bit. But we'll start. We'll start. We'll start with Rob. <gasps> Sorry, mate. Oh. What What would you buy if if we left our jobs today and had to go and buy a bike? <clears throat> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, 
file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So I'm pretty tight, so Mm -hmm. I don't want to spend a whole lot of money. (laughs) I'm not bothered about having a carbon frame. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm perfectly, perfectly happy on alloy or steel whatever it might be. So for this particular reason, I have gone with the Nukeproof Mega 297 Alloy Pro. Mm-hmm. So it costs £3,800. It has geometry that suits me really well. So it's a bike that's always done well mm. in Bike of the Year. I've ridden, I think I've ridden every single Mega that's ever been huh. made. <laughs> straight uh, from the factory, straight under Rob. <laughs> Small, medium, large, extra large. And then it gets put in a box. Okay, don't take it so literally. All right. Every generation of Mega, okay. I've ridden one of their bikes that fit me. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> 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 Not. <laughs> anyway. We're all channeling some partridge this morning, I feel. <laughs> Just a bit. So, um, yeah, the, the geometry suits me. In medium, 455 reach. Uh, it's got relatively short change day, 435. Uh, 64 degree head angle, 77 and a half degree seat angle. The Pro model comes with a Zeb Select fork, mm-hmm. uh, some from RockShox, and a Super Deluxe shock. That's a Select Plus as well. And then um, it's SRAM's GX Access. Okay. Uh, no, not Access, sorry. Just GX, mechanical. Straight mechanical GX. Just mechanical. So keeping it relatively simple. Uh, they, it also comes with a Brand X dropper post, mm-hmm. which is okay. It, you know, it isn't going to set the world alight, but they work well enough. Uh, I think it comes with its own wheels and a lot of nukeproof finishing parts which mm-hmm. are pretty decent so there's not there's nothing on there mm-hmm. from the get-go that i'd need to go out and change it's all like relatively middle of the road performance kit so like the zeb you know it's, it's the relatively basic zeb it's not an ultimate one but still a, a solid performer yeah totally yeah um and again i think um like we used to do when we bought bikes or bought suspension products um when we were racing and stuff you just take it and get it tuned straight away mm-hmm I think that's for, for me. That makes the most sense. Yeah, get it, get it to your, uh, you know, tune to your preferences, tune to your weight, so you can make the most out of any adjustment that might be on offer there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think you can make a lot of that bike. Mm-hmm. You know, decent tires, decent wheels. It's it's a solid performer. Mm-hmm. It isn't gonna um, it isn't gonna need just a complete overhaul from day one. Um, and hopefully it will last a, a decent amount of time. I, I get on with those bikes really well. Yeah. So I know it's going to be a really, really fun bike to ride. So it, the Mega is like, it's their, it's not the Giga, which is a really long travel one. The Mega is sort of like the true enduro bike, not super enduro bike, as you yeah. might suggest the Giga is. So longest travel, like 160. 160 and that's going I to think suit the riding that you kind of like doing, right? On the on the 297, uh, you get, I think it's 165 on okay. the rear. So it's still quite a lot of travel yeah. with a 174. You can pedal it. It's easy to pedal, steep, like I said, steep seat angle, mm-hmm. um, good good geometry, and and it pedals really well. It 
the suspension tune's pretty decent anyway. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I'm going to get it tuned anyway. It's a lively, poppy ride. It works well under braking. It's uh, the suspension's great. Yeah, um, and and it's a really fun bike to ride. No trail feels even with all that travel. No, no trail you ride feels dull or boring. Right, okay. it's still a lively, fun ride. Super fun bike, mm, absolutely. Nice. All right. Sounds all right. Let's um. Let's sounds all right. Sounds all right. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> right, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Probably good one, Rob. It's not the bike I choose. Like so yeah. It's yeah. not that uh, great. You're, you're yeah, wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll get my coat. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Should we uh, wing our way up to Scotland? Uh, Al, what would you be putting your credit card down or your debit card down or some cash? Yeah, it would be a, it'd be a significant bank loan, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. It's doubles... cash under the bed. That's in the swear jar, that one. <laughs> from not using the heating. Um, so I think that the actual answer to this question is a bike that I genuinely did buy. Oh. Um, I actually bought this and uh, we're going to play a bit of Alex Evans bingo today. We're also going to play uh, it, 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 each one of our names bingo, um, I think. Um, it's the Marin Alpine Trail E2 e-bike. E-bike? Um, yeah, it was an e-bike. So I, I actually I, bought this. I was this. so close to thinking it's going to say GT Sanction. <laughs> oh, bless it. <laughs> like a 2015 GT Sanction. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that thing's framed. It's on. It's in the dining room, uh, on the wall, in a frame. Uh, beautiful, beautiful bike. Good. God God bless the Sanction. Um, so I, I did actually buy an e-bike. Would you believe it? Um, pretty mental, really. Uh, probably wouldn't do it again. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but you've just said that you would buy it again. No, I, I wouldn't buy it again. No, definitely wouldn't. Okay. Definitely would. I, I think. Uh, I, I think that I, I just got a bit giddy. and I, I wanted an e-bike in my life that wasn't a test bike that mm -hmm. I could make my own. Um, and I, I went out and bought it and spent spent all my money, literally all my money on it. Um, but I think maybe the the actual answer to my question is I want to prioritise simplicity, ease of maintenance, and geometry for like enduro style riding. And uh, it's a little bit timely, a little bit sad, actually, with recent news of uh, this brand uh, potentially going into administration. The Orange Stage 6 would be really, really high up on my list. Um, so the Evo Pro, Stage 6 Evo Pro, comes in at £4,800, which is the, the, the lowest spec one. 64 head tube angle, 487 reach. This is the bit that's going to make you all feel a bit wibbly. 467 millimeter chainstay. Oh. Yeah. Look at that long, um, but it's got performance Fox Fox performance suspension SLX drivetrain. Now the biggest thing about oranges when I've ridden them in the past, ones without the linkages, is that they're very very that um, that their like progression is is basically flat. They have no mm. suspension progression, so you have to tune everything via the via volume reducer spacers in the in the shock. in the air spring in the rear shock. So I was kind of like, yeah, maybe that's not such a good idea. So I was then thinking, well, the Specialized Status One Sixty. Now that is a bike that's currently coming in. Would you believe it? With the discount, one thousand nine hundred ninety-nine pounds. Similar spec to the orange. Similar travel. Big, similar great geometry. Bikes. Really good. Bikes. Really good. Yeah, really, really good bikes. Pretty slack head angle, and uh, a little thing for me there though. Unfortunately, they come mullet out the factory, and uh, I, I just had to wipe up a little bit of sick on the floor over here because that, <laughs> not that, that terms just yeah, it's, it's it's not doing me. It's it's not doing it for me. I was like, well, I can't really buy that because, you know, if I'm this strapped cash that I can't afford an orange and it's too linear and I'm not probably not going to be able to buy another back wheel until I at least break the one that's already on there, which admit would only take like a few days. Um, <laughs> let's not, let's not, you know, cut around the, cut around, the, um, you know. Beat so, around the bushes. That's, that's the word. Yeah, Flipping X, struggling with the old words this morning. 
Um, I've saved them all up over the weekend and I've, I've used them all already. <laughs> God, he has sent a lot so, of emails this morning. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, so that then comes on to the bike that I probably would actually buy. No surprises. Well, he's not buying the e-bike. He's not buying an no. orange. He's not buying no. the status. No. God, there's going to be quite a list, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> so, so eventually, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. I've, I hope I've capitalised you. Uh, no surprises it's the Marin Alpine oh. Trail XR <laughs> sigh of relief <laughs> we got there in the end oh. so, so the, the, this is coming in at uh, £2,530 oh. the current generation one which it has got Marzocchi's uh, Z1 on the front which is the same as a Fox 36 and it's got the bomber coil which is the same as the um, Fox DHX on there both you know, really impressive dampers Really importantly, dual assegais mm. on the on the tires with a double down on the front and an XO plus on the rear. Um, head tube angles sixty three and a half, I believe, and reach for the size large four eighty. Absolutely banging for me. And the icing on the cake, twenty nine inch wheels front and oh, back. Dream. Well, yeah, the mega comes with double down front and rear. Nice. Way more up your street that one. Yeah, that probably would be. I mean, yeah, you and then swap the would you swap the tyres around, put the double down on the back and the X on plus on the oh, front? Oh, sorry, I must have said that the wrong way oh. around. I meant double down on the rear. <coughs> okay, I can always sell, if you want, I can sell you the double down from the front. <laughs> and then you have the XO plus. Yeah. 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 Or could we just do a swap, please? Because I've already spent Well, I think the money. double down costs more because there's more material in it. And I don't want to... Is it actually technically less material in a uh, lower TPI don't, tire don't, 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 don't try and get me with technicalities. You can get more of those 10Ps out from underneath your bed. <laughs> Cough up, even I if it's the, just a I can hear the rattling. I can hear the jingling. What's the postage cost difference going to be? God's sake. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm keeping stops. my tires. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Alex Evans, bingo. There you go. It's a full house, a full house of um, mm. Marines. So do you actually like riding the bike, though? Like, you, obviously, the spec is Oh, good. yeah. It's, uh, go on, tell oh, us no, about it's the bike. really good. Yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Taskmaster today, isn't he? <laughs> Podcast host. Uh, yeah, so I, I've, I've actually ridden the previous generation of this bike, which is just slight paint difference to this current one um, forever. Let's put it that way. Um, and it's, I bloody love it. Mm. Absolutely love it. My main complaint is the chain stays are too short. I think they're like 435 mm -hmm. uh, for a size large, too short. Or 430, I can't remember. I think they're 430, um, Yeah, 430, I think yeah. you're right, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely stick some extra girders on the back there and drag them out a bit if that's possible but um yeah i'm gonna I mean, enjoy watching this happen yeah <laughs> alan so, you know alan in the bike. garage mate I'll, I'll get the i'll get the disc cutter out i've got the, um, the welder out soldering iron. no soldering iron mate soldering iron. okay stronger in it <laughs> <laughs> more conductive sure. um, how much travel does it have sorry uh, it's 150 at the back 160 at the front okay so yeah yeah so you know, it's like do everything, kind of do almost do everything do sort of bike. Bikes. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it was in. Uh, I think it was actually in uh, Enduro Bike of the Year. Was it last year, Rob, or the year before? Mm, it might have been. It might have been before, a couple of years ago because it still had a lyric on there. Yeah, it had a lyric. It yeah, I remember been, following it might you have been down. Preset uh, Zeb. Wanna... Yeah. Uh, no, it was definitely a red red lyric. It the, was the yes. good the good one. Yeah, yeah, it was a wicked bike. Yeah, yeah. really, really good bike. Yeah. I, th I think you gave it four, actually. Four out of five. I did, which... but I also said uh, about the chainstay length. Just yeah. because it comes with such a long reach. Mm. So just to try and get a bit of that balance back, you do feel like you're sat right mm -hmm. over the rear axle. I guess that balance is going to be better on the smaller frames. Exactly. Yeah. So Al's going to have Al's going to feel that 
yeah. going to be more pronounced on those bigger bikes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, soldering irons out. But for you know, for that, what was it? Two two thousand five hundred thirty pounds. Bloody bargain, right. isn't it? Not bad. It's just po- pocket change these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, we'll bring it back to Bristol. I'm going to go next. Sorry, Luke. Um, <laughs> we sat there so patiently yeah, listening to us. Go on. <laughs> Barely said a word. It's Monday morning. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. He's not actually it. here. <laughs> Coffee's not kicked in yet. He's just gone for a poo. Be back. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back in a minute. Um, I'm going to... So I know you guys sort of like picked more pocket-friendly things. I'm going to go straight into debt with my credit card. And I'm going to get the new Generation 2 Kotic Jet, uh, which was released not that long ago. I rode it um, for the launch... And came away being like, oh, I really like this bike. I think it's cool. Um, I read the previous generation one, went into bike of the year. I thought it was a really good bike, but um, needed a few little tweaks. Uh, and I'm not going to take the credit because size size a smart man himself. Um, and he made the tweaks. Um, the most notable being like a little brace um, between the seat tube and the down tube right at the bottom, which just gives the front triangle a little bit extra bit of stiffness. Um, they've also played a bit with the kinematics, um, done all the sort of the usual stuff, a bit more subtle for top, a bit more progression, blah, 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 blah. But the reason, one of the reasons why I sort of decided to go for it was because of sustainability. Um, mountain bikes, uh, you know, there's a lot of materials that go into them. They're shipped all over the world. But Kotick uh, have just made... Uh, I think it's all their full sus frames are now built up in Scotland by Five Lands Bikes. Five Lands Bikes. Um, so UK production, which is great, using Reynolds steel, which is made in Birmingham um, from recycled materials. Um, so if you're looking sort of for a bit of sustainability and you are going to get a new mountain bike, um, which is just kind of contradicts itself a little bit, you can do better. Uh, and I was really impressed with the Kotick stuff. Um, the bike itself rides really nicely. It's, it's a great, it's a 140 at the back, 150 at the front. Again, a do-it-all trail bike, do everything. Pedals pretty well, descends beautifully. It's got this lovely feeling, like loads of traction, loads of comfort, um, but you can really barrel into things. And it's a bit of a, a weapon when you're putting it down a hill and you're going flat out fast. So obviously the uh, they're, they're not cheap, the jets they do i think he does have a budget one coming out at the moment like three two three three but i think it's just to sort of help get rid of a bit of stock um but the most of the bills do start at like four and a bit 5k so i've gone for the trail gold xt cane creek 150 mil helm hope wheels build which um slips longest name ever yeah it's catchy but it does sort of give you a bit of an idea of what it's all about so it's kind of like a trail biker build gold so i'm going for shimano xt so kotic don't do a huge amount of electronic group sets and i love sram's wireless stuff but they don't put udh on their bikes for various reasons so there's no transmission options shimano xt i prefer to the sram gx mechanical which they also offer i just prefer uh, the ergonomics of the shimano stuff um, and it, you know, XT works really well. If you've got fresh cables, yeah. which you know is nice and easy to do on on the Kotic because the cables are external, so you can keep them like easily in good shape. It just works so well. Um, <clears throat> uh, arguably, XT is one of the best best mechanicals out there. I think you could. I, I would. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even argue that. I think it is. You know, or maybe XTR because it's like yeah. a few grams. XTR lighter. does feel nicer, doesn't it? Yeah, that nice click. Okay, so it's the second best mechanical group set out. <laughs> um, anyway, so I've gone for that. Um, and then I've gone for the Cane Creek suspension. So it gets a helm, the latest helm at the front, 150mm, and a Cane Creek double-barrel air inline climb switch shock at the back. Now, Luke, you tested the Cane Creek helm, so I did ask, I was like, Luke, is it a good fork? And you really liked it. 
It was a good fork, yeah. yeah. L Mark II fork, the air version I had in mm-hmm. last year's Trail Enduro, uh, Enduro fork test. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it maxes out at like 160 mil travel. Mm-hmm. It's a 35 mil stanchion fork. So it doesn't, it's not quite on par with the latest Enduro forks. Mm-hmm. But, but this for, isn't an Enduro bike. Exactly. But for a, a great trail fork, yeah. Really smooth, really supple. Um, yeah, well controlled. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why I kind of went for this build as opposed to maybe a Lyric that you could also get specced on there is because, as I mentioned in our 2024 predictions for Bike Radar, mm-hmm. I sort of said that. I would like bike brands to diversify their suppliers a little bit because there is, if you look at the main bike brands, there is a duopoly in both group sets and suspension and to some extent tires. Everyone goes Fox or RockShox with a sprinkling of Mizuki, um, which is basically Fox. Everyone goes Shimano or SRAM because there isn't really any big name alternative yet. Um, and everyone goes with Maxxis or Schwalbe tires pretty much. So I've gone for the Cane Creek because I think it's a bit more interesting and it's great to give sort of other brands a shot in many respects, and they make good kit. And the more people who buy kit from other brands, the better everyone's suspension gets because that's what um, competition does. Uh, and finally, Hope's new 430 single cavity wheels, which you tested recently, Alan, thought they were pretty good. Yeah, really good, yeah. Um, still still impressively heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think their the headline weight is, uh, is one of the things up there. But actually, smooth, um, no harshness. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a genuinely good set of wheels and the new Pro Five hubs. Yeah, they are leaps and bounds ahead of the Pro Four. Yeah, in terms of like engagement, feel, um, you know, just general general finish and sealing and stuff. They're mm-hmm. they're genuinely really good. Yeah, great. Um, and I think I think they'd be tough enough for everything from trail to pretty damn hardcore enduro. Yeah, um, and certainly when yeah. you're a mincer like me. So uh, <laughs> that's totally fine. And to finish it off, I've gone for obviously loads of different brakes. So spec, so Kotlik are great because you can change the spec of the bike to sort of match what you want and the price that you have. Um, so I've specced uh, to- uh, Hope's Tech Four E4 brakes. The new Tech Four lever brought a real improvement, I thought, in in Hope brakes' performance in general. Um, I actually really like how they feel. Previously, previous to the Tech Four, I would have never specced a Hope brake on a bike. I, I didn't like them, but the new levers are great, and the new brakes are real nice. I've ordered those. They're so powerful. Bike. Great. They're really good. Mm. So powerful, mate. You're just going to be flipping over those. Oh, I know. Before. But and yeah. you can just—I I found myself riding with them, and like you know, sometimes you sort of like do a little pull on the brakes as you're riding, just because your fingers are just. I found I was like, why am I going a bit slower? And I'm like, it's because like. Uh, there's something about them. I'm, I really, I really, really like badly them. set up brakes. <laughs> <laughs> They're rubbing. They're rubbing. It's terrible. <laughs> and he's got flat tire. <laughs> um, no, I've been running the Hope, uh, the Tech Four X twos on a on a recent bike, and I've been getting on with them. And I tested the V fours, which are like buckets of power. So I thought the middle, the middle ground of the E four caliper um, was the way to go. So yeah, yeah. so that's, they, make, that's... they make that nice noise as well when you brake. It's like quick, 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 quick. Like the hope, like that they like make. It's not like a. It's not like a a, a a goose. It's more just like a little quick, 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 like a little sparrow or something. Uh, yeah, that's cute. Okay. That was helpful. <laughs> glad, glad to have input. So that's that's my bike, and that came in at five thousand eight hundred ninety-seven pounds, so just under six thousand pounds, which is a lot of money. But in the context of the fact that you can quite easily spend thirteen grand on a bike, I'm not going to say it's cheap or good value, but it's not like. It'd be easy for us to sit here and say, oh, I'm going to buy a superbike. And we haven't. Guess yeah. who's prepped best for this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Paper notes. Paper notes. <laughs> here we go. Back to the 90s. Go on, Luke. Yeah. Well, when you're coming on a Monday morning, your laptop decides to do an update first thing, and then you're not. You're just... That's the dream, though, isn't it? You're coming in Monday morning, the last thing you want to do is any work, and you're well, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. So all those notes I had written down now just sort of scribbled them on some paper. <laughs> 
And so this is probably going to be a bit shorter than Alex's and Tom's uh, episode. So. <laughs> Maybe it's short as mine. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke Bingo, surprise, surprise. Would you ever guess the bike I've gone out and bought? Or would buy. Is it a propane? It is a propane. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Giant Glory 2006. Uh, no? No, if I could, I'm still going to frame that one. Yeah, yeah, that's one for the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I went out and budget, was very conscious on budget, you mm -hmm. know. thought, okay, got to keep this reasonable. If it's my own money, pff, can't be going spending big bucks. Um, no. So I went out and got the propane Tai AL29 price to ride. Nice. So that comes in at £3,700 or $3,700. Specced with Formula Silver R fork and a Formula Mod shock. Mm -hmm. You like those, don't you? I do, yeah. Formula mm. fork's really good. Yeah. Oh, good. And suspension was, uh, was really impressed with it when I tested it last year. Again, a bit of a different brand as well. So not just your Fox or your Rock Shocks that keep Tom happy as well. Mm -hmm. Good. <laughs> um, That's it's all about. Yeah. It comes also with another pair of brakes that Tom, I think, some of Tom's favourites. So just doing this for Tom, really. Oh. Uh, the Cura, Formula oh, Cura 4 brakes. Cura 4, great. Yeah. So when I, I actually tested this bike last year and uh, and the brakes on it, I wasn't super impressed with. I was like, oh, okay, they're not as good as what Tom was banging on about. Sorry. And then I rode another bike uh, earlier this year, or the end of last year, the Uno Icky, mm -hmm. the new lightweight e-bike mm. from Uno. And all the bikes in Uno, or especially in that model range, come with the Cura 4 brakes. They're like Cesar Rojo's favorite brake power. And actually, they're really good on there. Mm. So I think my has got like a, a brake with... Dodgy bleed. Yeah, dodgy bleed or some caliper mm. brake rotor. Oh, we, we know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're quite... You've got to be pretty... You've got to be precise with them. The yeah. bleed has got to be just right. The, the pads sit quite close down yeah. there. You've got to be pretty pretty careful with yeah. that. But actually, so they, they're quite good on that bike. So, okay, fine. They're going to be good brakes. Got some Newman Performance 30 wheels, which is a pretty decent brand. Bike Yoke Dropper, Tram GX Eagle. You know, it's got... It's, again, the same as Robin's Nuke Proof. There's nothing on there that you have to go out and yeah. change straight away. So components-wise, it's pretty good. And I think for the price, it's really impressive, especially that, like, formless suspension. Mm -hmm. It has their CTS valve, so you can swap out the compression tune on the fork and the shock. So you don't have to go and get it retuned as such. You can aftermarket buy separately the valves from Formula. Um, and they've got all the graphs online. And you say if you want more support, you can go buy a, a, a drop-in, mm -hmm. thread-in, uh, compression valve that will change the feel of the fork and the shock. So you can set it up for you like yourself on the side of the trail, if you know what I mean. Nice. You can go and swap them out. Um, the bike itself is, yeah, 160mm travel rear, 170mm travel fork in the, the build option I've gone for. And it's, as Enduro bikes go, it's a very all-rounder Enduro bike. So it's not like a super plush plowing machine. Um, pedals really well. It's pretty light and agile on the trail. So it's kind of a bit of a do-it-all thing. I think it'd be a great bike for the UK. You know, the trails we have here, they're not always super long or rough. Mm. Um, but sometimes, you know, you can go up to the Tweed Valley or to the bike park and it still handle that. You know, it's like the frame build is category five, they say. So it's like mm. unrestricted bike park access. But then the ride character is still be fun and agile and nimble on more mellow trails. So it kind of covers all your bases there pretty well. Mm -hmm. Geometry's modern without being wild, 64 degree head angle. 77 degree effective seat tube angle. I think it's a 450 reach on the medium, the size I would get. Um, chain stays are 445, so it's like really well balanced proportionally. Um, and for me, that would be, yeah, spot on. I think it's a bike I could live with day in, day out and do a little bit of everything. I've got a few questions about it. Yeah. Are the cables routed through the headset? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and can you adjust the shock without having to remove it? I don't know that. Do you want to Alex? 
because uh, th- that that linkage and all of like the cage around the back seems to seems to uh, like enclose all of the uh, little adjuster dials and stuff. I know on the Ikano CF uh, powertrain bike that I've got to access, I think it might be the high speed compression or maybe it's the hydraulic bottom out, one or the other. I have to take the shock out. To be fair, I mean, I, I, that is a pain, but it should, for, I guess for most people, that's a one job, one one time only job-ish. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it shouldn't be, I but I, I think most yeah. people will set it and then leave it. I don't recall yeah. having to do it when I tested that. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember having to do that when I was on the launch to set up the shock. No. All these bloody motors. Good. That's well, in that case, problem. it's all so lovely, yeah. except for the headset cable reading. <laughs> nice. All right. Right. So th- th- I d- just saying, Luke, that wasn't as short as me and Tom. Uh, yeah. I think it was, I reckon. Poor. Pretty lengthy, actually. Pretty lengthy. <laughs> That's bang the table. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, right. So we've all done our, our, the bikes that we would actually buy. So should we very quickly whip round the room and flip it on its head? So I picked an expensive bike, so I've now got to pick a cheap one, which is great. You can pick a fairly spenny one. Luke, you can f- pick a spenny one. And Al, you can pick whatever you want. I'll just pick anything. Am I going first? You go first, oh yeah. All right, okay, I'll be quick this time. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt, it's the We Are One Arrival 152. Ah, uh, yeah, you had that with a transmission, sh- didn't you? Yeah, with a RockShox Zeb rather than the Lyric on the front. So 152 comes with a 160mm Lyric. It's not enough, too low. Front end can't go high enough, not enough travel. Get that 152, put a Zeb 170 on the front, and you are absolutely laughing out of both sides of your face. Currently... This, I don't even know what that means, but R- Rob didn't either, according to the grimace on his face. <laughs> well, um, I was like, it, what What kind of creature can do that? Yeah. Or, or is um, that a thing? Is that, the, are you not the laughing Joker at your ears? From, from Batman? Maybe. I, I yeah. don't know. He's got those little smiles, hasn't he? Sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, Currently, so, it requires a mortgage? No. This is the most surprising thing. So... Um, the bike that I've got is actually a uh, uh, big, big brag here. It's a prototype, so you can't <laughs> yeah. buy it. So it's um, <laughs> it, it's 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 like a special UDH special basically. But they've now made a a factory version, you know, like just a stock version with a UDH, and it's got an adjustable adjustable little flip chip on the top of the seat stay to change between mullet and twenty nine or rear wheels. Anyway, the XO transmission version of this bike. Six thousand nine hundred and four pounds, and that's handmade carbon fiber yeah. in Canada, all within a five hundred mile radius of We Are One's factory. So that, for the price, is an absolute banging piece of piece of piece of material right. bicycle. Yeah, nice. So potentially really expensive, though. I think no- normally they're about eight or nine grand, mm. but currently and pretty six exclusive as well. You, you, you're not going to see many of them back on the trails, are you? Definitely not. No, I've actually seen one other one other in the yeah. Tweed Valley. Have you? And it was very strange. Yeah, I did a did a double take. Um, it was very weird, yeah. Did you then go and check your garage to make sure that yours is still there? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, no, I, I, and then I realised I was riding it. massive prototype stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, I've I've actually applied uh, uh, duct tape all over the <laughs> all over the chainstay on the non-drive side, so I don't rub a hole in it with my feet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that would be me. That would be me. It's an absolutely incredible bike. Rides really, really well. Um, yeah, it's a. Beautiful, beautiful piece of machinery. Cool. Rob? So I'm going to go slightly different here. If I kind of had my choice and I could do anything Mm -hmm. and I had a bit more cash. Mm -hmm. Which you can because hypothetical podcast. Yes, I do enjoy this. Uh, I'd buy frame. Right, okay. Uh, So I'd go frame only. Yeah. 
and and just hobby horse it around just yeah. run with it between your legs <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah <laughs> bit of exactly. monday morning sass from luke <laughs> i know right <laughs> yeah no what i do is i wait till al wrecks loads of stuff and i'll take yeah. his stuff off him at a discount <laughs> and i'll try and fix it his punctured and, tires oh, yeah exactly i'll patch everything up no so i would go with uh either the new raw madonna v3 mm. so i think in all honesty the it was between that and a Geometron G1. The Geometron more than anything because obviously I know all the guys there pretty well. They're relatively local to us. And the level of customer support, I mean, that's the thing. When you're investing this much cash, mm. being able to just drop by and see someone face to face if you have an issue or sort something out, feels like it means a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, um, for me, this would be a serious amount of cash. Yeah. So being able to go there and just go, okay, the shock tune isn't quite right if you're running one of their EXT shocks and they can just sort it there and then or you've got issues with bearings or anything like that. And, you know, I've had a Geometron in the past, genuinely just bulletproof, mm. absolutely solid, rides really well. Uh, the only thing I'd say, maybe for me, they're long, uh, what would it be? The long, the G1 long. Mm -hmm. um, the reach is 470. So I'd maybe want something a little bit shorter. Okay. Which is why I kind of went down the route of the Madonna V3, mm -hmm. so the new updated bike. Uh, and you can opt on that bike, you can actually opt to have the UDH seat stay. So they updated it. It was like a rolling change that they created. So any Madonna owner from Raw can, mm -hmm. can have a, a new seat stay if they want to fit SRAM's transmission nice. gearing or just a UDH hanger, which is pretty cool. So they offer it with a rolling with like a rolling chassis or you can, you know, so you can just buy a shock similar to um, Geometron. I think uh, with the DHX, the Fox DHX, the raw costs 3,800 mm -hmm. and a bit. So it's, it's still, you know, it's an aluminum bike and it's still expensive. Mm. Um, but external routing. Yeah. External routing, which is kind of nice. The reach is 455, so the same as on the Mega. Um, but the seats, uh, the chain stays quite a lot longer at 445. Mm. 77 degree seat angle, 64 degree head angle, really nice and low bottom bracket, 335 with the right build. So yeah, it's you know it's 160 mil travel mm -hmm. with a 160 with a 174. Sorry, it's, it's kind of yeah. prime for what I want to do. And very cool. And you're not again, you're not going to see many on the trails. No, and and you kind of think you know they built it a little bit like. Um, the guys at Privateer, it's sort of built to be one of those bikes that isn't going to go out of date yeah. anytime soon. The geometry, everything about it is built to a degree to last. Mm -hmm. Not that the other bike, you know, that we've mentioned aren't necessarily, but I feel like these guys, you know, speaking to the engineers there, they're riders. They're so adamant that they don't want just to change their bearings mm -hmm. every six months. They mm -hmm. don't want things loosening off, slackening off, you know, falling to bits. They're, they're really solid bits of kit. They're never going to win, a, a, you know, a, a competition on the scales. They're always going to be pretty hefty. But I think going down that route and, and going frame only and then using bits that I know and trust to build yeah. my ultimate bike would be the direction I'd take for sure. Nice. I guess that's what we're both doing with our long-term bikes this year. Yeah. Nice frames, putting, yeah. like, solid kit on that we know is going to last and do a good job. Exactly. Great. All right, Luke. How much? Uh, oh. Sorry. How, how much do you reckon you'd be in for then in, in money? Oh, yeah. If you so roughly. So a full build on the G1, for example. So Raw don't do full builds. You you can get like wheels, forks, shock. I think they do uh, droppers, 
bars and stems maybe. Um, I haven't priced it up on there, but uh, Geometron do do four builds. So and if you go down the route with, I think it's the EXT, Story of V3 fork, and then the Era V2. Is that right, Luke? The V2? 2.1. 2.1 maybe. That's around, I think that's 6,000... I want to say like six thousand four hundred and fifty. So okay, it's a lot of so money. Pa- yeah, but it's palatable, but right? So it's um, and that's with a, a GX Eagle transmission. So great suspension, dependable gearing, uh, and you know those guys again, a little bit like with Kotick, you can kind of mix and match. Mm. You know they've got numerous suppliers that you can kind of like dip into. So in theory, you could build the bike of your dreams. Nice. Yeah. All right. Luke. Okay, I'm going uh, a bit different. The bike of my dreams is tough to say, but if I had to spend more money, I'm buying an e-bike. Okay. And this is a bike I've still got a right to review for, but I've had for a while and ridden a fair amount. And it's the Canyon Strive On CFR. Mm. It's the most fun e-bike I've ridden. Brilliant. It's super low, super slack, not crazy long. I mean, I've got it is crazy long, but I've got the small, so I've downsized in frame. So okay. I've got a small yeah. frame. So it's like 450 mil reach, um, similar on the chainstays, really well balanced, but it's a, such a fun e-bike. So it's got the Performance CX Bosch, Performance Line CX, yeah. whichever way that all fits together, motor. Is it the race one? Have you got the race one? So there's the CFR and then the CFR Underdog. Uh, no, no, the no, motor, sorry, sorry the motor. Yeah, yeah, the motor uh, no, it's not the race one. Okay. No, it doesn't have the race mode on it. Um, but it's quite... Uh, I would say a simple bike, but all round just full Shimano XT group set, so brakes and drivetrain, so very well proven, just dependable. Yeah, exactly dependable. Fox Performance Elite suspension, thirty eight on the front, X two on the rear. Um, DT Swiss hybrid EX seventeen hundred wheels. I'm going to say, can't remember off the top of my head. Probably it's a solid. Probably. A solid Sounds about right. yeah. But it's just, yeah, complete dependable spec, and it's so fun to ride. Um, really great bike, and, yeah, always happy when I go to uh, take that for a blast. So nice. I'll go, go e-biking, yeah. Go e-biking. And how much would that set so you back? So 6,700, I think. Oh, right. So yeah. it's, Better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there's, I did sit here and thinking, I'm an hiring, oh, super bikes, super bikes, can I buy a downhill bike? You know, I just mm. rode that Atherton's bike. I was like, oh, maybe I'd get the 170 Atherton's bike. You know, that would be really good as well. Oh, shit, I'm actually, sure. can I change mine? I want to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, Atherton's 170. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. getting Thanks. the 130, yeah. I've never ridden it, but I'll get a 150. <laughs> yeah. We'll just cover all the... But but Lou's comments already on that 130. I'm like, I'm sold. 170, <laughs> please. A- apart from maybe all the bearings. There's, oh, a, lot well, bearings. there's a lot of bearings. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but then I was like, oh, but I know this bike, and it's so much fun to ride that bike. And I'm... Enjoy you bikes really, so it's a uh, blast around on that. Yeah, if I got spend a bit more money, go and do that. Nice, easy. All right. Well, I spent quite a bit on my last bike, my my jet, but I'm sticking with the steel theme, uh, and I'm going to get a Ragley Bigwig uh, hardtail. So I've been riding one of these recently. Anyway, I've just reviewed it. It's on bikecredo.com. Um, I built up a frame, lovely purple. But currently, for various reasons that are not super happy, you can get one for nine hundred pounds from Chain Reaction Cycles. 
And it's just a banging. I mean, the frame itself is like a steel chromoly frame. It's got really good geometry. It's got long reach. It's got a slack head angle. Like the back end is moderately balanced, but quite sort of nippy and fun to ride. Full 29. And it comes with a 140mm fork at the front, uh, which on the bike you can buy uh, is a RockShox Revelation RC. So it's not like a bad fork at all. It's not, you know, it's all right, 140mm. Uh, it comes with basically a Shimano Dior slash SLX drivetrain, um, which is totally solid everything you kind of want, and then a real solid set of wheels and tires. So a pair of Neutron, uh, a nuke-proof Neutron wheels, um, and then decent rubber. You get XO Plus cased Minions uh, front and back, which, you know, for 900 quid, which is a reduced price, that's really bloody good. Um, and a pair of uh, SRAM DB8 brakes, which, you know, as we've talked about in the past on the podcast, can be improved with uh, sintered pads and potentially bigger rotors, about 200 mil. And they'd, they'd probably be all right on, on that they'd sort of bike right design for that sort of, of riding. Yeah, they're a little yeah. bit wooden maybe, but they're all good. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, you get a dropper, you get like, you know, standard finishing kit. Um, at the moment, uh, so a few people have been asking, you know, what bike should I buy, all this sort of stuff. Ragley's, you know, they're just a really dependable, solid choice. And if you don't want to buy, you know, if it was RRP, it's £2,200, which maybe isn't quite so great value, but the frame-only option, I would potentially just buy that frame and build it up with whatever I had lying around. Um, really good option. And, you know, in terms of sort of getting a hardtail, I love them, as we've talked about many times. I, I almost said I'd get a Marin Elroy, but I thought, let's not play bingo too much here. Uh, so I've gone for the Ragley version of it. You could have had a Merida 140. Could have had a Marida 140, another, uh, yeah, a great, great option. But I didn't go for that either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, those are the bikes that we would buy if we were spending our own cash. And um, we we're going to move on. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back with another podcast very soon. But thanks ever so much, guys. Uh, thanks for all your inputs and insight. Thanks, Tom. Cheers, Tom. And we'll be Thank back you. in a couple of days with another podcast. Thanks for listening to the Bike Radar Podcast. If you've not done so already, please subscribe and share with your friends or leave us a rating if you've enjoyed this episode. 